Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community. We have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain healthcare provider and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain here, you will be able to connect your own health dots and begin to see a clearer picture and become an advocate for yourself as part of your health care team and begin to experience whole person care. So let's get started. Let's sit down. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Hey guys, we're back in the community and again, you know, we've been talking to different people, having, hearing um, different stories, gaining different experts' perspectives, and this episode is just as power-packed as every other one. And this one is a little unique in the fact that we're going to jet set over to California via the telephone again. We're going to talk to a mother, a hair care professional, and she's going to give us her perspective how something as small as a AA battery can affect your life in such a big way. She's going to tell us how as a mother she began to see changes in her daughter due to her thyroid dysfunction. She's also going to be able to wrap it up in a nice little bow, and we're going to go back to how our hair tells on us, ladies, men, everybody. How many times do we ignore physical signs and symptoms and just brush things off? A headache here, Uh, a a joint ache there, um, just not being able to shed that weight that we've really been trying over the last month. How many times do we really ignore physical signs and symptoms, no matter how small they are in ourselves or in friends or family members? I encourage you to take a step back and really start connecting some health dots when things just aren't quite right. So Nadine Branch, I call her the hair doc, she sits down with us and she talks to us about how she was able to connect some dots in observing her daughter and how they were able to start pulling some things together. And then she's going to wrap it all up in a nice little bow, as she always does, and talk to us from the hair doc perspective. So let's sit down. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. We're back in the community. We've had a wonderful summer, and I've been kind of giving you guys some snippets of what we've been doing. We've had some fun with the kids and relatives, and we've gone on some journeys, and we're back after Labor Day, and we were releasing our new series that we've been having some fun with. And I'm back here sitting down. I've had a couple of full circle moments as I've shared with you guys over the over the last year where 
a guest will come back into my life and they've served some type of purpose. Like we've, we've met, we've connected for some other reason in my life. Again, we're connecting these dots and I'm having another full circle moment. I'm able to sit down with stylist with, I call her the hair doc, Nadine Branch out of California. I'm going to ask her to say exactly where she's from in California because I remember Orange County, Nadine. I'm not sure where you're located now. Is it Costa Mesa? Yes, Costa Mesa, California. Okay. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And welcome to the House Call community. Welcome to our community. Thank you. You're welcome. This, like I was saying, is such a full circle moment. I remember being introduced to you by a mutual friend, um, God rest her soul, Susan Allen Perry, back in Ontario, California. And right. I remember just being this little bright-eyed medical student. You know, I was going to save the world, heal the nation. <laughs> and um, I remember coming to your, 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 your place um, and sitting down in your chair. And it... and. I could tell I was about to get something different. I could tell there was a little bit more because right. you were you were educating not only me as a consumer as as your um, new client and pulling me into your space and and making me feel comfortable and understanding what was going on, but you were also educating your stylists that were there, and right. that began our journey. And you not only took care of the outside, you helped me through a journey internally. And we've been able to share and connect and grow together and reconnect and sit down right. and have this conversation. <laughs> this is amazing exactly. to me. <laughs> Just amazing. So, right. Nadine, you, I, I, I affectionately call you as well as a lot of other ladies call you the hair doc. Um, because yeah. you do more than just a style. And we're going right. to get into that. We're going to get into that. Um, but one of the reasons that I have you sitting here today with the community is because of a journey that you and your family have taken. And we're going to look at that journey through the eyes of the thyroid and thyroid dysfunction and thyroid disease. And we're going to start out there and let you start telling us from a mother's viewpoint, dealing with a child that had some thyroid issues, what you saw, not only in her behavior, but then we're going to move into the chair and use your expertise as the hair doc to help educate us. Is that okay? That's great. That sounds great. So Nadine, can you, um, can you take us back a little bit? I know this, that your story has, has depth and breadth to it, but if you could kind of walk us through a little bit of how one of your daughters has been diagnosed with thyroid disease, um, thyroid dysfunction, we're going to use those two terms interchangeably and talk to us about what you saw as a mother in terms of her behavior and also in terms of her physical appearance, maybe, and we'll go from there. So you can, you can just start us on your journey. Start us on a walk. Okay. So let's go back um, when she was um, in school, um, still teenager year, um, and, you know, in basketball, say, and, and leadership, you know, mm-hmm. straight-A student. Mm-hmm. This is um, um, my daughter. Um, she's 
she's 39 now. Okay. But um, we'll go back. And I started noticing, you know, at one point, you know, she would have a lot of weight on her. At another point, she would have um, not weight on her. But as far as in school, as far as um, her grades, everything seemed to just stay pretty neutral. But I know um, something became unbalanced in my daughter probably around the age, I'd say, 16, Hmm. 17, during graduation time. I'm not sure if stress because of the family, I got a divorce at that year, or if she was going under stress because it was going to be graduation time or whatever. But that's the first year I actually saw change in my daughter Hmm. with her um, personality, but not with any physical appearance per se, outside weight going up and down, that did do. But personality, um, her forgetting things, um, seems as though she was lying, things like that mm. started coming into our family. Wow. And, you know, they say, uh, well, kids are turned on, you know, you have to let them grow up and they have to make mistakes. Right, right. So you go with that. But then as the journey um, continued, I noticed, you know, my daughter just was, anxiety, um, Mm. never stuck around, um, always made excuses, always just in and out, just uh, just all over the board. But then she began to blame others Mm. for her all over the board. Now, I can't say that during those years, the teenage years, that there was any diagnosis done. We were just looking at personality. Okay. So this just seemed like Um, the rebellious, oh, she's going to, you know, just doing her thing. Like you said, just kids will be kids. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then in her 20s, when she, um, you know, um, 19, she had her first kid. She really seemed to like have gone overboard. Then she had um, another kid, um, maybe I would say five years later. Okay. That. It seemed to have flipped her even more, but then she had one 11 months directly after that. I had no relationship that was um, a whole relationship relationship with my daughter at that point because she seemed to just not be stable. But she never wanted to be around the family for us to diagnose anything. So that was in the 20s. But when she was in her 30s is when it finally came out. She came to visit with me and wanted to stay home mm-hmm. and it was kind of hot that day and I noticed I used to think my daughter was on drugs mm. now maybe drugs might have been what she was trying to calm herself down mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. because our family went through a lot during her 20s and her early 30s okay whether she had car accidents um, lying cheating those are the things that was like why is she doing this to someone that has always been there first up which was her family mm. She would disappear, maybe be gone for a year and never show back up and then come as though she didn't remember anything or nothing ever happened. So sometimes we would try to talk about it, but then it would give her anxiety and she would just snap on us. Wow. But in the early 30s is when she came home again to to, uh, find herself or to settle herself. Mm -hmm. And she happened to have um, a sweater on, but it had a turtleneck. And I said, Sheree, have you been in the sun a lot? Because her skin was so dark. And I said, why is your hair so thin? And see, she's grown. She's on her own. And I'm not to be in her business that way. But I just start studying my daughter and saying, wow, what is going on with her? Hmm. And I pulled the turtleneck gown that she had on. And the biggest lump 
was sitting in my daughter's throat. Whoa. Okay, so we're going to talk about that I lump, but keep kid, going. Yeah. I, that meant I had a kid that was out there hiding with a thyroid problem that she never took care of. Yes. So all of that, after reading and, you know, having her go for the thyroid, it became Graves' disease. Okay. With, um, so maybe you can help me with that. But yes. I did read about it. Yeah. Wow. Because uh, when I was doing her hair, my daughter's hair always grew down her back, but around the ears, around the edges in the front, and the nape area is where most of her thinness had happened. And she just said, I don't know what's going on with my hair. And then by then, not only that, when she visited me, she was always tired. Um, she sweat a lot like sweat and then wanted to eat a lot, but had no weight. So I said, what is up with her? Mm-hmm. And it was all predicated around hypothyroid. No, yes. she's Yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So let, let's take a step back and let's start adding in some of this physiology. Um, you, you have okay. always given me encouragement in terms of how you saw the way that I looked through life's um, ability to look through life with these different color glasses. And so right. I've been able to... To embrace the fact that I can sit back and and give clarity to sometimes difficult physiological processes. So let's take a step back. Your what it seems like your daughter was was going through. When we talk about Graves' disease, we have to step back and look at the body as going through a cycle of attacking itself. So. What has happened a lot of times is that there is an autoimmune process that has happened. So there's going to be a couple of things we talk about here. The body stops recognizing the thyroid and the thyroid hormone as its own. And it thinks it needs to attack it through the immune system. Now, the thyroid is a very beautiful organ and the thyroid hormone is very complex and I even sometimes have, um, I fret a little bit when I try to break that down, but the mm-hmm. thyroid is so complex. It, it, it regulates so much in our body system. And what exactly. we are coming to find out in the medical profession is that we've been using reference ranges that really are not what we should use when we're looking at a population. So this is what I mean. When you go to okay. the doctor and you say, oh, I think my thyroid is out of whack. And for whatever reason, sometimes doctors look at women who talk about their thyroid as if they're, they're a little bit on the hysterical side. Like, oh, nothing's wrong with your thyroid. But our thyroid is so delicate that all the different body processes that it regulates, we can feel the symptomatology before the numbers show that there's something wrong on the paper. So what we have learned is that what the normal range of the thyroid stimulating hormone, and this is where things get a little wacky. So because the actual thyroid hormone that comes out of the thyroid gland gets taken up by the body very, very quickly, we look at something else called the thyroid stimulating hormone, which comes from the brain. It lingers around. So when there is enough thyroid hormone in the body, that thyroid stimulating hormone is pretty low. So it's saying, I don't need to stimulate the thyroid to make more thyroid hormone. Mm -hmm. 
But when okay. that thyroid is very low in the body and that thyroid hormone is not being produced a lot, that thyroid stimulating hormone goes way up. So what your doctor is looking at on the sheet is usually the thyroid stimulating hormone. And what we have come mm -hmm. to find out is that that regulatory range really should be a lot tighter than what we used to think. So a lot of times when women come in and they're saying, you know, I can't lose this weight or I just don't feel right. My mood feels off. I feel foggy brain. I just, you know, we're going to talk about the hair symptoms too. And they say, can you check my thyroid? They check the thyroid stimulating hormone. It comes back normal range, quote unquote. And they say, oh, nothing's wrong with you. And then women start to feel, I'm crazy. Something's wrong with me. I have come to, to be able to come across a woman in, in the medical field, Dr. Sarah Gottfried. She is a, um, a OBGYN herself who has really started studying hormones. And she talks about the thyroid hormone, one of them that is her passion. And she talks about herself, right. how she was frustrated. She was fat. She was fatigued. She didn't want to have sex with her husband. You know, she's like, I was on a rat wheel and I would forget my kids at school. And she's like, there has to be a different way. And so she started um. studying how meditation, how um, all of your different lifestyle options and how you can really start taking hold of your own care with some of the things that you don't always have to necessarily move to medicine right away. But if you do, yes, take your medication. And she starts breaking down these hormones and thyroid is one of them. And she talks about how she found out she had thyroid problems. So going right. back to this thyroid now, the doctors are now looking at a reference range, which may not work for you because you may not be what we call optimal for you. You may have normal numbers, but your optimal functioning level needs to be tweaked. Exactly. So that is what a lot of us don't have that opportunity to see that. And so what happens is the system continues to get out of whack. The system continues to get out of whack. So as the thyroid stimulating hormone is trying to pump more thyroid into the system, it gets tuckered out. And then you go into hypothyroidism a lot of times. Okay. Okay. And what, can, so, yes, go ahead. So, um, at first, it's hyper, and um, the hyper comes because is that meaning that you have your your thyroid is just too overactive? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So those are the thyroids with the T4s and the T3s? Yes, and that's what okay. we're starting to look at. We're learning you need okay. to look at the T4 and the T3 because those are the what we call the the pre-thyroid um, hormones. And so those okay. different levels give us a little more insight into, um, into what's really going on with the thyroid gland. And again, there's so much, I mean, thyroid disease is under a whole um, discipline of medicine called endocrinology. And I am not an endocrinologist. I do not claim to be one. I know a little bit enough that I can say, look, 
you have symptomology that you need to go and we need to further check this out. And that's where I want us to go today. I want people to be able to hear your story, hear what we're talking about and start connecting their own health dots so that they can go, you know what? Maybe I should go talk to my doctor. Maybe I should go talk. Maybe I need to be insistent on certain tests or certain things done for me. I need to become part of my healthcare team and become an intricate part of that. Exactly. Um, that's a good point that you're just bringing out there. Because I'm a hair stylist, I'm hair care. I specialize in yes. hair care. I decided to go that route because I love hair and hair is so individual because we're working from the inside out as you said and and this is a beautiful segue so you're saying that when your daughter was younger and you used to take care of her hair what what were there any changes in her hair as she's going through these personality changes were there any any significant changes in her hair that you started seeing as a hair care professional that you'd like to share with us well, yes, um, you know, um, she's always had a head full of hair that grew like a weed. Actually, um, two of my daughter's hairs grow um, very, very, very long. I have one who grows medium, and truthfully, I've thought about having her check her thyroid. And as I've gotten older, I've thought about, as I've been reading to even check my own. But back to hair, um, my daughter's hair was always a, a, a nicer texture, not real coarse. Mm-hmm. Um, the cuticle hair was kind of smooth in some areas, but curly. So I'd say a smooth, curly texture, one that could be without chemicals and just go natural curly, mm-hmm. but wouldn't frizz up as much. Mm. But then it became to where it started thinning out. The undulation of the curl started weakening mm. and it, like lifeless. Wow. Like the nutrients was gone. Mm. And that's key because it was. It mm-hmm. was. The thyroid is now not able to give nutrients to that hair follicle. Exactly. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, you know, um, for me as a hairstylist, because um, I tend to want to use chemicals on the hair or I want you to be natural, but I want to use color. I need to make sure that I can build the anatomy with the chemistry. So with recognizing my client's hairs, I basically um, need to have so much information from them and including my daughters. But at the end of the day, you know, as far as clearing out my daughter, her hair is still thin, but she's on medication every day. Mm -hmm. Um, So she has to learn um, what is it going to take for her to get her hair healthier, but also the medications, you know, that most of our clients are taking actually help, you know, their hair loss. So sometimes they just have to have a relationship with their hairstylist that is willing to say, what medications are you on? Mm. If, If we can start with that, I don't care if they're natural, if their hair is just natural. Just asking your clients if you're going to cater to them and serve them truly as a hair care provider, cosmetology, under that license of the state, to at least have enough courage to say, I need to ask you some of your personal questions before I get started. What type of medications are you on? And if you are tuned into this client and creating a relationship, if you could just say, you know, 
after these questions, um, if you're on medications, do you have any thyroid problems? Even if they don't want to tell you about medication, how about um, high blood pressure? You know, um, yes. do, when, when women have fibroids, all of those things are not going to help the hairstylist if their goal is to grow this client's hair. Wow. This is... It, it just won't. Yeah. This is one of those pivotal moments that mm-hmm. we really need to to walk very, very intentional through is, is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. You have, as a person, when I say you, I'm talking about an individual. You have a, you have to think of almost yourself as you, Inc. And you have a board of directors on you, Inc. You have right. people from your medical division on the board of you inc you have people on the um from your um from from say your stylist on the board of you inc and you have to be able to sit back and say all of these people play a role in me having whole person care it's not just one piece here and one piece there you have to connect all of it you are telling me nadine at this juncture that you are just like a physician as being a diagnostician you need to have information so that you can come up with an assessment and a plan exactly what I am saying is um, I think consumers um, have misunderstood because of how cosmetologists have performed their services um, what we truly um, have a license for. So I'm not sure if, it, if the consumer is looking for nothing but a dress-up look or if the consumer is looking for our dress-up look that we can give their hair and the anatomy and the chemistry that we have as stylists, along with sanitation. You know, mm. you have to be All of that, it, that really plays a big role into uh, sustaining your hair and, and making sure that you can continue a growth pattern that you want. And truthfully, when it comes to a growth pattern, even with thyroids, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we recognize sometimes with the thyroid, if you're in tune with the medications, Um, You're going to go through seasons of, uh, okay, this section will grow, but this section's not going to grow. Maybe they're under stress. That's why this section of hair has come out in a square at the nape area in a corner where a nerve point is, you know. Wow, wow. Once you take your individual client and really create a relationship for hair growth, it's different than hair dress-up. It's you've taken on a responsibility to care for the hair like the hair doctor should. That's it. Man, that was a point. That was a good point. My goodness gracious. Nadine, I'm looking at our time and uh-huh. I it's time for us to start turning the corner and wrapping this up and this conversation is getting so good. <laughs> I, I really want I totally enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's so much to this. You're yes. Right. Yes. You have to come back and sit down with us again in the community. If, if you would be so gracious to, to do another call with us. Um, oh, I'd 
And and I'm going to almost put it out there too. You know, we have our new website, and there's a little icon where you can click and leave a voicemail. Uh, I'm going to put it out there too for those out there that may have a question about hair or how it all fits together. Put it on the voicemail. We'll see what we can do. I can't guarantee anything or give any promises, but we'll see what we can do um, in terms of getting those questions answered through consultation with, um, you know, the hair doc here or or, or, or others on, on our team. But, Nadine, this these points that you have brought from being a mother, from looking at parenting because we've gone through a lot today we packed in a lot we packed in parenting Mm -hmm. and just looking at your child you brought out a point of being in tune with your children and having a time where you say something's not right here this is not just the typical oh let them go through this stage but you were able to take that moment in time and have that clarity of thought and say something is wrong, that you've been able to connect these dots over the years so that when your daughter was open to it, you were able to help guide her through and get medical attention that was appropriate. You have now, we've now moved into the chair and you've taken that same, it's not like you left one, it's not like you left one area of your life and just kind of put it over in the corner. You brought that, Again, and and you're pulling everything together so that you can have a depth and breadth of knowledge that you can then help impart other people with and arm them and give them in their armamentarium. And this is just wonderful. This is absolutely wonderful. I mean, like I said, there's so many things we talked about. I would love to sit down with your daughter and have a three-way conversation with the three of you. Um, because there are some points that you brought up in terms of self-medicating, um, trying to, you know, just get through and, and probably not really understanding what was going on within herself. So right. I would love to explore that with her. Um, but if I could um, say, um, there's one thing that um, we as hairstylists need when you when you address teens. Yes. Um, Lakeisha? Yes. Um, for me, without having the dermatologist and mm. a, um, a professional doctor um, on my team to be able to like take pictures if I see circles mm-hmm. in the hair or hairlines receding faster and especially on young girls. And even though my senses uh, or my feelings with them in the chair, I feel a little an- anxiety with these girls. I feel like all stylists should create a relationship with dermatologists, with doctors and themselves this way they can lead the clients into more than just their chair to help the client. And that will create a relationship that no one can ever understand how safe, you know, you've made a client feel. That is awesome. That is an awesome recommendation. I couldn't have said it better mm-hmm. myself, honestly, because that is exactly what we need to do. Exactly what we yes. need to do. Nadine, we usually ask for our, our guests to leave the community with a tip of the day. If there's anything you can think of, it doesn't have to be hair-related. Um, it doesn't have to be parent-related. It can be whatever you feel in your heart and your soul that you can leave a tip of the day with our community here in House Call. Yeah. You know, I guess with me, um, I'm 58 now. I'm mother of three. Um, I've been in a relationship for 12 years now. I can say never, never, never um, let your passion 
be taken away from you. And if you have dreams and you've had goals and you've shelved them, just make sure that you're okay if you take them off the shelf every now and then. I like that. We're going to let that settle with the community. Well, guys, we, again, another full circle moment, another full circle moment. And Nadine, I am going to get out to California so we can breathe the same oxygen space because we need to. Exactly. We need to. Yes. But guys. Yes, and thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And guys, we'll see you all back here in the community. Um, we have the new website up. It's housecallwithdrmac.com, all written together. You can check out other our archives. You can check out blog posts that we have up. And we'll just hang out in the community. Till next time. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>